Hey guys, I have a question for you. Are you ready for something new and for your life to take a meaningful direction? Well, we are about to take a big step into the world of possibilities, a place where we don't like to talk about how bad things are, but rather of how great things could be. Here, we look at the world with a new set of eyes, learn our thing or two, and by inspiring each other, we try to find happiness in new realities. I'm Anne Therese, and this is my podcast, Hey Change. Hi guys, um, I'm sitting here almost giggling and being super girly right now, but this is kind of a magical episode because little did I know when I recorded this episode on a Friday afternoon in San Francisco a few weeks ago, what was going to happen only hours later. Here I was interviewing the amazing praise on her new business ethical weddings and her mission to change the world through love commitment and photography and we had a wonderful conversation about love and special moments and how to embrace those moments in the most meaningful way and then the next morning my boyfriend proposed to me i know sometimes life is that crazy and what's even more crazy is that sitting here recording this right now i'm already married <laughs> it was honestly one of the craziest things i've ever done and how we were able to pull it off in such a short time, I still don't know. But you know what? It was actually kind of nice not having a lot of time to plan and organize everything and to just make it a fun and memorable day between me and him. And yes, we got married on a Thursday. And yes, it was raining on and off the entire day. But somehow not having the perfect conditions just lowered our expectations a little and we were able to truly just be there and enjoy it and have fun together. So it was magical. But of course I wanted all of it to be as conscious and as ethical as possible and more about that soon in my interview with Praise. So I was able to find the most amazing recycled dress from Reformation. I had a pair of vegan and sustainable shoes from Susie's studio in LA and they were so kind to have them express delivered to me. And the ring is vintage, and yes, we picked it together. The flowers came from a local family-owned shop in San Francisco, and they were literally delivered by foot. Hey, green delivery. Um, the amazing Dana from Green Tweak Salon came in an hour early to squeeze me in and do my hair. And I was also carrying all my necessary belongings in a super cute little bag from Est West. So if you're interested in seeing my outfit and learning more about the brands, check out the pictures on my Instagram, and Therese Bengtsson, or on my website, heychange.net. And who took the photos? You guessed it praised it. She is just amazing, so make sure to check them out. All right, not here to talk about my wedding, but I want to just say that sometimes life is really crazy, like really, really crazy. And the more you can learn to just embrace that and to take a leap of faith when your intuition screams yes, the happier you'll be. And this is something I've really learned growing up and just dealing with change and embracing crazy things like that. And of course, there was a lot of questions popping up between the two of us. But one thing he said to me that made us make the decision was, hey, it's just us two out here. 
we can do whatever we feel is right. And I can't emphasize enough how important it is not to always play by the rules and to think too much about what everyone else is gonna think or say or you know react because what really matters is what you feel. And sometimes it might look a little crazy to the outside world, but that's okay. And I mean, who doesn't want to be crazy anyway? It's like a little crazy, it's fun. So um, if you have any questions on this or if you want to reach out and just chat about it, I'm here to talk and to try to help and inspire. You can always reach me on Instagram or just send me an email on my website. All of that is linked in the show notes so you can easily find it there. And um, what's really important right now is praise Santos and her company Ethical Weddings. And this amazing girl is not just an incredible photographer, but also one of the most beautiful souls I've ever met. So make sure to check her out. Her website is ethicalweddings.com. And she also has a few different Instagrams and they will all be included in the show notes as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, dogs and cows, take a moment to relax and enjoy this talk with Praise Santos. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Hey Change and today we're also saying hi to the lovely Praise uh, who I'm having the honor of spending this Friday afternoon with and to chat about life and other important stuff that we're about to go deeper into but um, some quick background to how I, how I met Praise and why I'm here in her living, not in living room, in her bedroom <laughs> in the mission. We're in this cute little tiny bedroom and I love it and I met Praise only a few weeks ago when I had just interviewed Amanda for one of my previous episodes and uh, Amanda and Praise bumped into each other and I find it so amazing the kind of people you meet through life and how you meet them Mm -hmm. and I feel like I keep meeting these very inspiring women through other inspiring women and so I guess I just keep attracting inspiring and amazing people into my life which I'm literally so grateful for. So I guess this time I have to say thank you to Amanda for this lovely introduction and I also want to take this moment then to promote my interview with her which was just amazing. We talked about her life as a blogger and how we both feel like social media can sometimes be a bit overwhelming uh, and how to kind of map yourself through that world and to find balance in all that craziness. So it's episode 032. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. That was Amanda shootout (laughs) right there. Back to today's episode and to Praise, um, who is here to talk about something as exciting as ethical weddings. Mm -hmm. Dum, dum, dum. But before that, let's start with the basics. Hi, Praise. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yes, shout outs to Amanda for making this happen. Uh, Thanks for having me. I'm in your home, so... (laughs) You're always welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. I feel the energy in here. It's a very good energy. Good. So how are you doing right now? Uh, I'm excited about this. Yeah. I was just was listening to your podcast on my run this morning. So it's fun, like going from just hearing it to now being in a visual setting for it, but then now being able to hear it later too. Does yeah. that make sense? It's Definitely. like levels. I like it. Climbing the levels very quickly here. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. So please give me some background to who you are and what you're passionate about in life. Ooh, that's hard to sum up in like a small amount of time, but... You can do it. <laughs> uh, my name is Praise, which I know is a very 
different name. I've only met one other praise before, and I like hugged her immediately because I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's another." Praise. You exist on this planet. <laughs> yeah. So it it is an actual name, praise. So is a name. yes, my okay. my first full name is Praise Lynn, but I just think that's too long. So praise is just easier, shorter, one syllable, easier to remember. Um, whereas like what I'm passionate about, uh, I'm passionate about a lot of things. I'm passionate about. Tuesdays are my favorite days. Wow, why? Uh, just good things happen on Tuesdays. Like uh, new albums usually get released on Tuesdays. Mm. Movies get out. Like I guess they're not. I guess they're on DVD still, but like out to the public on Tuesdays too. Had no uh, clue about this. I'm just like you know educating you on all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, always learning new things. We are always learning. So I love Tuesdays, but I really also love like. An ethical lifestyle, so like ethical fashion is something I really enjoy. I know we've talked a lot about it, um, but just like ethical lifestyle choices that you can make, whether it's um, food, but even also just where you get your nails done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that they have fair trade practices and they use nail polish that's good for the environment. So it's been a fun uh, hobby of mine that's turned into a passion that I'm integrating into my business more um which we're about to talk more about exactly exactly so i feel like already now i know that you're the perfect guest for my podcast (laughs) that was an easy one but also um which i think is your biggest passion right is your photography yes yeah so we actually just finished a photo shoot Mm -hmm. so more photos of Anne therese to come of that uh yeah i i really love beautiful things and then i love people and i uh, picked up a camera when I was 16 when I was with my sister who had a camera and while she wasn't using it I was borrowing it and just figuring out how to work the thing and um, some people saw photos I took of like a snow globe or something and then they asked me like can you take my engagement photos and oh I was wow like, that's a big leap what are you doing um, but honestly it's people's belief in me and kind of my creative eye is how I've cultivated this thing I I didn't think I was going to go um, to do this full-time, but how life just happened, I've been doing it full-time now for about four years, and it's been a ride. I wow. love, I've loved the ups and downs of it, but, uh, I So four years, what, what did you do before you went full-time? Um, so when I finished school, I first worked in the nonprofit sector, so, like, in the marketing department and helped them with their communications, um, which is what I studied, and then I just used kind of my visual eye to design some marketing materials for them and I, I liked that but it almost wasn't as creative as I wanted to be or I didn't feel like it was making as much impact either. I worked at another nonprofit where I was directing a children's program but it just was not the best use of my skill set mm. uh, and so I'd always done photography on the side as a hobby and for friends but then honestly I, I went on a photojournalistic trip and I saw um some small business owners making jewelry and I thought to myself if these people can do this who they were living in the slums of Kenya and running a small business and working for themselves so I came back to the United States and I thought okay I have a little income coming in from photography what if I put my all in it and just see if it'll work wow Uh, it's a bold move to make though wasn't this scary? <laughs> it still is scary mm-hmm. from time to time, but I look back and I've learned so much and it's always worked out. Even on the lean months, like I have to tell myself it's just part of it. Mm. 
and then I get to connect with really cool people because especially in our culture people need photos so I always have something to offer to mm. people um, and that's been a great gift that I've been able to give and I feel like with most things when you really like you said commit to the life that you actually want for yourself and when you identify that one passion that you just know that this is what I want to do why am I wasting my time mm-hmm. elsewhere when I really want to do this and what if I just kind of believe in myself enough because everyone else seems to believe in me mm-hmm. and just really make it like, do like do all I can to make this happen yeah you got to take that leap it's a scary leap oh. but then you just do it and then you have fun with it yeah Wow, I get inspired right now. Oh, good. I really do. So um, share some of the most amazing moments that you've experienced through your photography. Mm, Yeah, I have been thinking about this one because there have been really great, beautiful things I photographed, beautiful weddings that were in like some of my favorite, like underneath cherry blossom trees, which are really beautiful and I've seen just people impacted and people like fathers crying while they're walking their daughters down the aisle. That's always special. But for me, I think one of the most is this real life moments was I was doing a photojournalistic project and I was, um, I was in Kenya and I was befriending some of these jewelry makers and this one man who was married, had a 10 year old son He's like, Praise, you're going to come with me to my village and you're going to photograph my dowry ceremony, which is kind of like, for us, an archaic idea, but in that culture, men still pay families when they get married, when they get a wife, but they can pay it over time. And mm-hmm. so it's because he was doing well in his jewelry business, he finally made enough money to like finally pay it off for his father-in-law. So they threw a big party. So I drove with them to like some out outside of Nairobi outside of the city um and with these they were strangers to me a week ago and just to photograph this big African party oh my god I'm and I was like already. where am I who am I also will I ever make it home <laughs> what am I doing and they stayed up all night which is crazy and I was like where is your car can I go sleep in it I'm not about this all night party but yeah that was just one of the weirdest pinch yourself moments where I'm like is this really happening right now is this my life right yeah now? wow yeah it was it was fun yeah I, I can I can see that the people part of photography is you know you meet so many different kinds of people and, yeah and I guess also you were really capturing their stories and the most highlighted moments of their lives, like mm-hmm. engagements and marriage and yeah. babies and stuff like that. Um, and something we just actually talked about before that we started this interview is, um, which is not what we're supposed to talk about, but I want to capture it. So the whole, like, it doesn't matter how beautiful someone is. And I want to really have this come through is we all have things that we don't like about our our looks and appearance and it could be the most gorgeous person on the planet and as a photographer I think you get to really know that insecurity within people mm-hmm. and you also told me that still you're trying to have people understand that they're so beautiful in their own way and have their own gifts and stuff but then you have your own things you struggle with do you want to share just a little bit about that yeah yeah I'm glad we talked about this before because this is something that's been on the top of my mind and I've been 
trying to process too because I believe that everyone is intrinsically beautiful even as we talked about in San Francisco that homeless person who threw a muffin at you that person (laughs) who um, yelled at my roommate like I still have to pause and think wow you are a valued human being you are beautiful because you are here and you're alive and you are breathing there is something to your story Mm. you've seen more of life than I have you know you've had a different life and I want to appreciate you and value you and appreciate that you are beautiful, Mm -hmm. right? And so even more so when it's my clients and I get to know them and they've become my friends and I know that they have a story to tell and they're contributing to this world and that's kind of like this uh, beauty that is in everybody. But we live in this culture where we are so image-driven, um... I know, like, I even have an image of myself that I want people to believe about me, you know? I want people to believe that I have it all together, Mm -hmm. that my eyebrows are perfectly plucked all the time, (laughs) that my nails are done all the time, but it's just not true, right? And we were talking about how we can be so harsh on ourselves, and we are even in this, like, um image and beauty industry and we can still critique ourselves so harshly and I sometimes just can't get away from myself it's not other people it's my own thoughts like uh my muffin top is really apparent in this photo I'm not posting that you know or like I don't like the way my finger looks in this too and I I hear myself it does not make sense Mm -hmm. it does not and so when I have a client who says they don't like the pictures I took of them I have a few choices. One, I can be offended because I'm like, I think it's a beautiful photo. What are you talking about? But I'd rather choose empathy because I'm right there with them and I'm right alongside them. And it's it's kind of great that you're in my room with me right now because I'm doing an active thing to try to replace those thoughts. So my friend challenged me with every negative thought. I thought to myself, like, my leg is too fat or something. I'm writing, like, a positive thought. And so I'm writing mm. out some things that I know to be true. And I just am pacing them on my mirror so that... I can intentionally displace those negative thoughts about how I look and how my image is with, you know, this is this is true, is that the one who created me thinks I'm precious and mm-hmm. I should embrace that and really walk out and live that out and then bring that out in other people too. This is all saying it is a lot easier. I'm still in the process of, of living this out. I love that you say that it, it, it can all sound easy, but it's not. And I shared my story about my imperfect teeth, which I've uh, lived with my entire life. They were supposed to be fixed when I was a kid and never got fixed. And I remember when I first realized myself that my teeth are not straight, like not perfectly straight. I had recorded myself making a video for my friend on Christmas because I wanted to send it to her. And I looked at the video and I'm like, Jesus, I look like that. <laughs> and I in an instant became so insecure about myself and my looks. And a time followed when I would actually cover my mouth as I was like speaking or laughing because I just had this image on myself of like what I looked like when I was speaking. Until I realized, Therese, if people have seen you talk your entire life, they still love you. Like it's mm-hmm. not just because now you realize what you look like that people are like, oh, you look like that? Mm-hmm. So it took me a, just... um 
a time of processing that you know you're not perfect but it's still okay because you are perfect in your own way and then so I kind of dealt with that for some time and put it behind me until I got signed as a model in New York and literally within a 15-minute conversation with the agency manager she told me that I had to fix my teeth and so of course that just like brought everything up to surface and all I could see for like a year from them was like models on billboards with perfect teeth or like models in commercials with perfect teeth and like all I wanted was my teeth to be perfect and at the same time I was trying to promote to people to love themselves and be like hey you're beautiful in your own way and I'm like who am I to say that when I'm like the only, the only thing I want to do is fix my teeth you know and so it's till this day something I struggle with there will be days I'm like don't smile you look silly mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I'm a smiley person and I don't want to not smile because you know life is you know fun and joyful and I don't want to not enjoy life because of an image that I have of myself that I need to look in a certain way so um, I mean I think to get anything out from this it's everyone has something with them that they're not happy about and it's about replacing those negative thoughts about ourselves with positive ones which I'm so happy that you're doing that right now you're actually practicing that thing and to remember that there will always be things that we're not gonna like and so the more we try to perfect ourselves I think we just end up being less happy about it Mm -hmm. so and I feel like we know people who are truly beautiful because they're just people yeah. Right? They're just themselves. Mm. I think that's something that's always stunning to me and it, things I want to do in photography to capture that. Mm. You were just yourself today, and that's why those photos will be beautiful. Plus, your modeling experience definitely helps. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because you were just you, and that's something that the world needs. Yeah. And I think the most beautiful people really are those. You can see, like, the spark in their eyes because they're so passionate about what they're doing, and they're just, like, living life, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, amazing. Well, so let's talk a little bit about your company that you just launched. So not just talk about beauty and all that, which is an incredible topic, but let's move on. Because I'm really excited to hear about uh, the ethical weddings part. And you told me that this idea of providing an ethical wedding service kind of sprung from the feeling of disconnect that you experienced from going back and forth between this deep storytelling photography that you travel the world and then coming back to the US and shooting at like $50,000 weddings. And you were like, wait a second, what's this? I just came from this part of the world and now I'm into this world. So what exactly did you feel and how did that not sit right with you? Yeah, it was tough because you would be with people who were just trying to make it. And the littlest things made brought joy to them, right? And then I'd come back to the States and I'd be at weddings where people were very happy, but I know in the planning process to get there, they would be freaking out because, like, the icing color is not right on their cake or something, you mm-hmm. know? Or um, the bridesmaids, like, they wanted this spectrum of colors and the spectrum of something, you know, things that don't matter, really. And um, the thing is, though, I love beautiful things and I love a cake that's really beautiful and I love it when a bridesmaid's dress they look good all together so I think those things are important but I think they could just be a little deeper Mm. and they could be you could use that drive um, toward things that will not only affect you but will affect the world in a positive way Um, and so I wanted to start something where couples 
were inspired that their wedding day was a good day to do good, that their wedding day was a day that could be socially impactful and environmentally friendly because I wanted it to be more holistic for us to think all the way through. All right, so there was a slight interruption in our interview, but everything worked out fine and we're back to praise. Okay, so tell me about the whole like service part of ethical weddings. Like, what does the service look like and um, how did that all come to life? Like, what is, what is this company? What is it? Yeah, so there's a few different phases of it. So right now we're just in like the get people inspired to catch the vision phase. So right now we're living as a blog and we have real bride stories who've had ethical weddings. So um, brides who have gone paperless for their weddings or brides who registered for a donation to charity as part of their um, wedding registry too. Um, and just so that other brides and grooms know that it's possible to do good with your wedding day. Yeah, because I'm just thinking right now, I have never planned a wedding or like even thought too much about planning a wedding. So I think for someone who's never been in that world, it could be hard to imagine like how unsustainable it could be. Do you have any like just examples of like what a wedding sometimes look like and how that's actually not, it's, it's how that's so wasteful? Yeah, events in general can be very wasteful because you're putting in so much money, honestly, for an event that's maybe eight hours. Mm. And it signifies so much, but yet we can do more with those eight hours. We can do more with those $50,000. So what I want couples to understand is that instead of um, saying like, oh, it's all about me. I'm going to do whatever I want because it's my day. I want them instead to think of themselves as a philanthropist. Suddenly they have this budget that it's either their hard-earned money or even their parents. But if they think, wow, I have like thirty to seventy thousand dollars how can I impact the world with this while also celebrating someone I love mm. so it's simple things like um there's companies where wedding dresses when you buy one of their wedding dresses you also buy school uniforms for girls in Guatemala or there's some companies who as favors to some of their guests you can give um potable invitations or like potable um, thank you cards so that they can plant those pieces of paper and it can be seeds that can grow into a garden for their guests too. There are so many incredible eco and socially impactful companies out there who help making who help make an ethical wedding like very doable and very possible. But uh, what I want to caution is that it's hard to make something totally ethical. So you don't have to do everything. Like you don't mm. have to get all your guests to volunteer at the homeless shelter on your right. wedding day. <laughs> like that, don't think like too impossibly, but just know that a few small changes can go a long way. Just getting fair trade chocolate for your wedding favors is going to have more long-term impact mm. than if you were just to get a simple cheap chocolate, you know? And so thinking in small baby steps. And also I think weddings is a great opportunity to for like conversation starters, right? Like if you choose to serve certain foods at a wedding, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I've had some discussions about because I'm vegan or I eat plant-based, like, well, how, if you ever have a wedding, like you can't really serve people vegan food. And I'm like, well, it's my wedding. And it turns out like I've had parties where I've had a lot of attendees not being vegan. I still serve plant-based foods. And the usual reaction is, oh my God, this is so good. And they had never even thought of trying it out before. So it's a conversation starter too. And, you know, if you can just open people's mindsets to something new, like what a beautiful day to do that, right? 
Oh, totally. Because I, what I give homework to my couples who are thinking about doing an ethical wedding is just sit down with the love of your life and talk to them about your values. What mm-hmm. are things we really like and enjoy and how can we share that with those people that we love? And for some of them, it's really good food. And for some of them, it's really good vegan food, you know? And so if that's a value of yours, feel free to share because the wedding day should still be a reflection of the couple. Mm. But if they're a couple who gives back and who also really loves like organic products, let that shine through Um, and let your guests be excited to celebrate that with you. Yeah, because I feel like I can only imagine that there's this stress level attitude planning a wedding because you want everyone who comes to the wedding to like get their best out of it right and you somehow forget that this is actually about celebrating the rest of your life with someone else and it should be a celebration of that couple um, more so than anything else so Mm -hmm. I think it's very important and I'm so happy that you are providing the service to couples and I try and just put them in that mindset of like you can make this yours and it can be so much fun doing it ethically it doesn't have to be all boring and like Mm -hmm. paper like just recycled paper whatever um and something we, I think we touched upon at some point, some brides or grooms even like offering up their first dance for donations or whatever, which is a fun way to do it too. Yeah, it can be fun. I I have a, a thing that annoys me is actually some like socially impactful, eco-friendly brands looking like they're charity brands. Does that make sense? Like it mm-hmm. looks cheap and I am not about that. I'm all for upping style and things that are beautiful, but they can be beautiful and still share with the world you know Mm -hmm. and so it's doing things that are fun but still give back um so it's not sacrificing style or taste it's just providing you with more options for more impact i love that i love that so much so if you know if there's someone listening who is maybe a bride-to-be or like thinking about that um what are some steps they can do to like start using your service because right now you said it's only like inspirational or yeah, it's inspirational right now, but what we're working on is because as a wedding vendor myself, we're um, looking to train vendors to be certified ethical wedding vendors. So there's a few planners out there who really get this vision and who really love planning like socially impactful, eco-friendly weddings, but there's not enough of them. So we're needing to train them first so that they can come alongside of you and plan their wedding. So we have a few listed on the website that brides can get connected to. Um, but otherwise there's some steps that they can do themselves simple things like when you meet your florist asking them please only use flowers that are in season for your Mm, wedding and so that they're not importing things from Europe just because you really love that flower like is that really worth like the carbon footprint Mm -hmm. that you're gonna have like all the carbon emissions you're gonna have just because you want that certain flower those things people don't even think about yeah you know unsustainable yeah and it's it's little changes like that and encouraging your guests to take um it's a carpool together right right or um a fun idea is like for your bachelorette party like you can implement some volunteering or you can implement a a way to give back into the party aspects of it so there's so many little ways Mm -hmm. that will have a big impact just with a few small changes and like i think you might just uh, you know think that this is just one day who cares if people are not carpooling who cares if this is not the most sustainable thing like what really matters is how i live the rest of my life like let's just flourish in this one day but then on the other end of it like this is a huge opportunity a beautiful 
uh, yeah, beautiful time for you to capture where you can really like inspire people. Totally. Hey, this is actually a big milestone in my life. I'm about to get married. How do I want to like live the rest of my life? And how can I really just spring that right now and make this event really reflect on who I am and the values I share in my life? You get it. You <laughs> totally get it. Yeah, because it's um, a great day to start habits for a lifetime mm-hmm. so it's not only you and your your future spouse incorporating those things that hopefully will start a lifestyle of giving back but it's also inspiring our guests that they could do this too that this is possible oh wow that wasn't so bad but look at the impact i made mm. having them catch the vision of what a give back lifestyle could look like is is kind of a wonderful way to have a wedding and a marriage totally oh my god i'm so inspired and I think it's so fascinating to see people like you who are passionate about the planet and giving back and you know caring for others on a personal level and then see the disconnect to her professional life and to what you do as a living. But instead of just being okay with that, um, to actually see an opportunity to fill that gap of something that's missing. And um, you told me that millennials today are very passionate about giving back and I mean, who wouldn't want to start a marriage, like we said. Uh, we're just in a love and respectful way and thought and through thoughtfulness, not just to his or her significant other, but actually to the planet, just to set that as like a stepping stone. And like, this is what I, the habits I want to have in my life moving forward. What I'm trying to say here is like, it's so inspiring to see you see that gap in the market and to actually bring the courage within you to make something out of like that disconnect that you were feeling and like, how can I implement this in my profession? How can I do something that could tie those, you know, loose ends together and create something new? It's super inspiring. And so to follow up on that, what are some advice you would give to people that might be feeling this disconnect in their own life and their own profession and who feels like, well, you know, I'm really passionate about whatever it could be, but I'm not, that part of me is not being fulfilled in my work. And let's face it, where you, what you work with is basically where you spend the majority of your your life Mm -hmm. so it ends up really reflecting on who you are as a being what are some advice to just kind of like shift that or to make changes within your career yeah um well one thing is I totally get the the disconnect like operating as a half person when you feel like parts of you are talking with other parts of you it's draining Mm -hmm. and it's um there's your, your soul is saying like I am not how I should be so mm-hmm. I definitely get that disconnect and part of the human experience to guide you toward what you should be doing so for some people like me I made a career switch and I also started this project in this business to kind of bring those things together but it's going to look different for everybody yeah. there's accountants who are very passionate about painting for some of them, they need to give up their career and become a full-time painter. But for some of them, they just need to do painting once a week and they become more whole for themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's figuring out through baby steps of what to do. Uh, I will confess that even with this project, even though it makes my passions more connected together, I've had to have people tell me that my dreams for it I was so hard on myself because you and I are both dreamers, right? And I want it to be this. I want everyone in the United States to catch the vision that all (laughs) weddings can be ethical and I'm not there tomorrow. What? Then I'm a failure, you know? Like Mm -hmm. having these crazy expectations for myself of what it'll look like to see these passions fulfilled. 
I am so hard on myself. So someone told me like, praise, you know, it's even with these little steps that you're making a big difference. It's even with these more little steps that you're pursuing that passion. So it's even me um, simply like buying more organic food, right? And consuming that. I can practice what I preach and encourage brides then to mm-hmm. buy organic foods or go toward organic catering. It's me choosing to wear a shirt that's made with um, organic dyes, you know, and then my little step, I can then encourage brides and my friends to buy dresses made out of sustainable materials. Yeah. So uh, it's little changes. It's going to look different for everybody and it's not going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, thank you for saying that. It's such an important part of it. I feel so connected to everything you just said because like you, I'm like a get-girl. I want everything to happen right now. And like, why is not everyone seeing what I'm seeing? And, you know, I can just reflect back on my part-time job in Manhattan. And I worked with this incredible group of people who were so good at what they were doing, but they were all about technology and software. And I was just not there. And no one of those people really had an interest for like you know sustainability or environmental issues whatever and I was just so frustrated that I had no one to talk about this with um and so all it took was just me understanding that I wasn't in my most thriving place uh it was definitely a really good workplace but not the one for me and so just making tiny shifts and tiny you know uh, changes in your life you start attracting the people who are supposed to be surrounded with that do have similar interests that actually care about the things you care about and then it's more the more you just i think dare to trust that journey um and to just maybe every day try to implement a little bit more of your passion into your life and like it doesn't have to happen all at once Mm -hmm. but if you're interested in something like maybe take a course or um reach out to someone who seems to be in the same um mission Mm -hmm. as you and then have a coffee and then maybe you come up with an idea and you know from there it goes on yeah and look at you like 30 plus episodes later finding these people to converse with about your passion (laughs) You are a living testament to this. Thank you. And it's so funny, too, because she was like, you're already over 30 episodes. I'm like, I'm only at 30 episodes because <laughs> I'm comparing myself to these podcasts so up to, like, 250 episodes. And I'm, I'm like, I'm never going to be there. But, you know, I just started. So one step at a time. One step at a time. Thank you. Amen. Okay, Phrase, um, we could keep talking all night because I feel like I have so much to talk about. But I think we're getting ready for popcorn, right? Yeah, popcorn time, girl. Yeah. What you going to eat with chopsticks? With chopsticks, it's the cleanest way to go. (laughs) Wait, so it's funny because she had like five things you didn't know about me post on her Instagram and oh, girls, I eat chopstick with popcorn or popcorn with chopsticks. And I love that because I feel like I've always been this weirdo who eat popcorn with like all these different kinds of flavor to it. So I'm a big popcorn girl, but I don't even know why do you eat popcorn with chopsticks? Because I do a lot of flavorings that are like salty sweet, so I'll put Mm. like honey and salt, and then it's just sticky, and it's just like, it's messy. It's just like a clean, you know. Yeah, it's like a cleanliness thing, Mm -hmm. and then too, it makes the popcorn last longer. Everybody wins. I was going to say, I like to use chopsticks for food in general, because I eat slower. 
Yeah. And so I get to enjoy my food more. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. So we're about to try some popcorn with chopsticks. Uh, but before then, I want to finish off with my final three. Perfect. And I also want anyone who's listening to be able to find you and your website and all your social media. So do you want to share that real quickly? Yeah, I'm excited for popcorn. So let's get these uh, social media handles out of the way. Uh-huh. Um, so the the home right now for the platform for Ethical Weddings is ethical-weddings.com. And you can find that one on Instagram at, at ethicalweddings. Uh, my personal Instagram, I think, is more fun. You'll find more facts about me about chopsticks, but also a lot of kind of this body image just talk that I'm going through and what I'm processing and a lot of good puns so my personal Instagram I think is really fun so it's my name but with three A's so it's praise <laughs> everyone called praise yes, that's it. <laughs> and she's also an amazing photographer so just that's go true. on there and be inspired um all right time for my final three are Let's you ready yeah. all right number one if you were to pick one dream person and i mean anyone that would come to you and say hey i want to plan my wedding through ethical weddings who would that be okay i was thinking about this for a while because it would be um i have like real life friends who i'd love to you know just a few sitting on this bed with me maybe my friend liz <laughs> <laughs> but then i was thinking like really big dreams and I mean, who is not in love with Emma Watson right now? Mm. Did you see her, like, Vogue Australia issue where it's all, like, ethical fashion? And then she's going to these award ceremonies and she's working with a stylist to make sure that the brands that she's repping is all ethical, all environmentally friendly. I would melt if she planned, like, an ethical wedding through ethical weddings because I know that it would be fiercely styled, which is what I want to show people. Ethical weddings does not mean ugly weddings. I th- I want these things to be glamorous and fierce. Still spend that 30000 Yeah, girl. Still, still yeah. spend that 50000 Make it look good, but make it impact the world in a positive way. I think she would be a dream. I don't know who she's dating or who she's going to marry. At some point in time, Emma Watson will get married through ethical weddings. Yes. We're going to claim it. Oh, yeah. We're claiming it right now. Yeah. Emma, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> of course you're listening. It's Hey Change. Who <laughs> doesn't listen to my podcast, right? <laughs> I love it. All right. Putting some magic out in the universe. Emma Watson, we want you. Who doesn't want you? <laughs> like, she's just amazing. I actually rewatched all the Harry Potters over the holiday. It's like, go crushing. Okay, big time. <laughs> Anyways, on to number two. Uh, here on Hey Change, we're all about spreading good vibes and positivity and good news. So what are some good news that you've come by lately that you want to share with us and the listeners? Uh, I can think of two things, and I don't know if someone else talked about it on the show, but the Good On You app is great, and that is the one that verifies different brands to see whether they're environmentally friendly mm. or socially impactful and ways that they can improve, and you can even message the brand directly from the app. Really? It's incredible. So what's it called? Good On You. Good On You. So you can it's filtering brands. It's filtering that. brands, and it's uh, kind of critiquing them and huh. showing them how they can be better and Ones that you can be, uh, you can feel good about supporting once you've kind of done your research. That's an amazing app. I need to download it right away. I think you'll love it. So that's one. The second one is something called Arcadia Power. So I pay for my gas and electricity, but there's a way that you pay it through Arcadia. So same price, but then I can elect that half of my power source is coming from sustainable energy. So it's coming from like windmills now. So oh. this very room that you sit in. <laughs> Amazing. I feel How even better it. now. Yes. Awesome. So that was called Arcadia Power? Arcadia. A-R-C-A-D-I-A. Cool. Thank you for those two amazing 
services, I guess it is. Um, all right. So this is my final question for this episode of Change. It's 12 p.m. on December 31st, 2018, and you're about to give a toast to yourself in this year that's just been. So in this toast to yourself, you say, praise. I'm so proud of you this year because... Praise. I'm so proud of you this year because you figured out how to hustle but also how to rest. And you figured out how to balance those two and out of your rest, you learn to achieve your dreams and you're able to inspire all these people along the way without burning yourself out. Uh, Yeah, that would be a lovely toast to myself. Cheers. Cheers. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) And on to popcorn. Yes, on to popcorn. Thank you again for tuning in today. I'm super excited to have you with me on this journey of change. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes. And if you have a minute over, please leave a quick review and some stars. Thank you. I'm also to be found on Instagram via the hashtag HeyChange or on my website, HeyChange.net. So please follow me and we can be friends. All right. Until next time, have an awesome day and don't forget to get out there and embrace some change.